Like what you're hearing? Well, this will be music to your ears. Did you know your health insurance could take you places? It's true. Simply switch to Qantas Assure Health Insurance by the 6th of April and you could earn up to 120,000 Qantas points. So if you fancy listening to Samba in Santiago or Techno in Tokyo, search Qantas Assure today. Issued by NIB Health Funds Limited. T's and C's and exclusions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. On today's show, we have Emily Ship, and Emily actually reached out to me not too long ago. She wanted to do this interview as to, uh, well, she wanted to ask me why, or I'm sorry, how I found purpose in my life and how I found my purpose through yoga. Which when she called me to ask me this, I was like, uh, I don't know. But we dug really deep in this interview and uh, some really cool stuff came out of it. I know that I'm not the only one that has ever thought about like, what's my purpose purpose, and you know, why are we here and also how we make sense of that. And she brings up some really, really, really good points and, uh, and she also offers like a community to support that. So enjoy the show and if you love it, make sure you leave a review on iTunes. What's going on, Emily? How are you? I'm good, thanks. I've been chilling to 90s R&B to try and <laughs> chill out this afternoon. <laughs> I am on good form. I, uh, for those of you that are tuning into the, uh, to, for those of you just tuning in right now, um, I was just texting Emily before our our, uh, our little podcast set up, and I was starving one, and so she gave me like a couple minutes to like get my uh, PB and J in my belly, but two, she was like, "I'll turn off the, the 90s R&B," and I was like. Please don't. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with a little bump and grind, Emily. <laughs> How you get through the day. How is your day going, speaking of? Um, it is good. It's been um, highly busy. I started um, doing some like one-to-one coaching calls with people, so that's been really fun. Um, and yeah, I guess that's that's where I get a lot of my energy, like when I get to explore new ideas with people. Um, I really thrive on that. So yeah, I'm feeling good. Speaking of your ideas and you thriving and all this fun stuff, so I'm going to give everyone a little backstory. Emily reached out to me maybe a few weeks ago. Maybe it was like three or few, uh, whatever, a few weeks ago. And she was telling me about this project that she started, and it's, it's basically about finding purpose. And so she called me and was like, hey, I want to do this interview with you, and I want to find out about you know purpose and what that means to you and what that's like in, in you know, my yoga context. So I got to share my story with her, which was really cool. But two, I thought the project was also really, really, really awesome. So, Emily, I want you to tell us, one, how this came about. Two, why this work. I mean, I believe that what the work that you're doing is so, so important. But three, how it all ties into yoga. So let's start with, I have all the questions for you. All of them. <laughs> every single one of them. You keep track of them. Let's start with, yeah, I, told, I got my list. Um, let's start with, uh, how, what, like, how did this start for you one day? Um, I guess it kind of became sort of pulling a thread. So I have always been really interested in purpose and like why people do what they do. Um, but also ultimately it came from a place of loneliness that I had wondered so much about my purpose in life um, and read a lot about it and thought a lot about it. 
but it just didn't seem to be the kind of conversation that you know readily came up you know when you're hanging out with friends or anything or it's sometimes hard to get down to the kind of the deep and meaningful things um but I started talking to a couple of people about it and it it seemed to be something that people were ready to talk about um also in a past life I trained in journalism and I'm really interested in interviewing people and hearing their stories so mm-hmm. um I started with um, a friend of mine who I used to work with who is an author and he um, has done many things with his life including crocheting his own underwear from nettles but he's also <laughs> very he lives a very purposeful life and so I just wanted to talk to him about that and get his take on it and then he passed me on to someone else um, and ultimately I thought I'd start putting these interviews online which I will be doing in the next week um, for other people who may be feeling in a similar situation, who maybe have got to a point where they're feeling a bit stuck or they're wondering what next, or they feel like they've got all the elements of a good life lined up, but somehow it's just not fitting. Mm, okay. So, so yeah, to kind of to put out these conversations that we don't always have all the time, but but when we do, they're meaningful and, and they're, worth, they're worth talking about. I love that you said you, I mean, I don't love that you were feeling bad or, you know, not feeling good, but this came from a a place where you weren't in the best of spirits, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it came from a place where you were, you were, you're feeling a little lost and, and lonely. It sounds like. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I don't know how to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's because it's, it's hard. It's, it's a hard thing to talk about. I guess when I think about that, the image that comes into my mind is sitting in an office in London, um, working at a job where I just wait. Really you're lost you're the- English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it obvious? Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> um, probably extremely English. Um, <laughs> so I was sitting in an office in London and just really feeling like. I'd lost the plot in terms of where I was going in life. Like I was doing a job and I was doing a good job at it, but I didn't love it and I didn't know what was going to happen next. And when I looked at the people above me and the people that, you know, ultimately were in my career path, I didn't want to be any of them. Mm. And it came from, you know, looking around and just not knowing what my, what my direction would be or should be. And it kind of felt at the same time, like I wondered if I was the only one thinking this I wondered if it was self-indulgent to be thinking this because on this on the face of it you know I had a good job was getting by I mean I was yeah there were lots of things going right in my life and from the outside I should have been grateful um but things didn't fit um and so I'm kind of starting this for other people out there who might similarly feel like they're on their own in that office looking around and wondering does anyone else wonder why we're here does anyone else wonder what's the point in this what why this why not something else every day (laughs) (laughs) um and start that conversation because the one thing I have learned is that purpose isn't a destination it isn't I think a lot of people think you know, I'll find my purpose in life, boom, there it will be. And it will be like finding Mr. Right and everything is happy ever after, after that point. Right. But it's not that. It's more complex, but it's also much more interesting. Um, and it's a journey and a process. So 
and that's much better if you have other people to talk to along the way. So that's my goal. So I've started interviewing people. I've interviewed some entrepreneurs, some photographers. It's been really interesting. And also some people who just don't know where they are. And sometimes those are the most interesting conversations. What do you hear like in all these interviews? I'm actually going to skip all my other questions because now I'm way more intrigued on this. What do you hear is like, I mean, I know for like for sure, like I I, I totally get it. Like I, I did this job thing that I hated for a really long time. I didn't hate it. I shouldn't say hate. It's a strong word. Yeah. I started not to like it because it didn't feel purposeful. It didn't fill me up, you know, and yet this yoga thing was doing like wonders in my life. It was filling me up and it was giving me, you know, it was waking me up every day. And, and you talked about belonging as well, which oh is a really God. big part. Yeah. I felt like, you know, it was like when I did the yoga thing, I felt like I was at home and I felt yeah. like, you know, my story and whatever didn't matter in, in the best way possible. Not that like no one cared, but like it didn't matter where I came from or what I did. What did you find as the common thread to, to listening to these people's stories? Was it that longing? Was it that they were unhappy? Was it that mm. they just didn't know? Was it they were afraid? Like All of it... those things. All of those things, I think. And also it's slightly different for different people. So um, J.P. Flintoff, who I spoke to, the first interview I did, he's an author, um, and he spoke about how he, you know, ostensibly had this dream job. He was working as a feature writer for the Financial Times at the height of, of traditional journalism, mm -hmm. and he got to travel the world and interview amazing people. Um, but for him, it was kind of a loss of connection because he started to lose his sense of purpose when um, he had a boss who he really admired who left, um, and that sense of connection to someone more experienced with him and someone kind of connected to this kind of lineage of, of journalists and this feeling of being some part of something greater than himself was mm -hmm. so important to him. And then I spoke to um, an amazingly interesting girl um, who started the Confetti Project and she started um, photographizing, photographing people, <laughs> invented a new word. That's cool. I do it all, um, <laughs> I do it all the time. I do it all the time. So her, her photography project came from um, a longing for connection with people um, and a longing to celebrate the positives in life because she lost her father and with that she had, it really forced her to reevaluate her life and, and what she was striving for um but some people some people some people purpose isn't a question for them like they just kind of get on with it and they're perfectly happy with what they're doing some people purpose is a big issue but they fat they feel they found it they feel they are living purposefully and for some people they just feel like they haven't got it and, and they're still searching and and it's confusing and it's overwhelming um and i think a lot of us go through shades of that in different parts of our lives but the more interesting thing is is how people come through it and often that's where a lot of creativity comes in in terms of finding new ways to solve problems and new new paths to forge as well and perhaps living a different life in the end than the one that you thought would you say that your purpose then is maybe right right now is finding purpose for others i don't know that i feel equipped to advise others <laughs> in the moment but no I love... but the but the yeah. uh, the the poking and the prodding and the getting yeah. people to think on their own yeah, I love that. We need people um, like you, by the way. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. There, we, we absolutely need people that are going to start some shit. 
in our lives and shake things up. We need people that are going to push buttons and make us think like the people like you, I, I think are, are doing really good stuff. Mm, Cause it's very easy to be, to just carry on just to exist and not to live. That, and... that is, that's such I'd sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like there are a lot of, I felt for a long time that they, I was just existing, but I wasn't fully living. And there's such Absolutely. a big difference, you know? I wasn't embracing the every day. Like, there wasn't, every day I wake up, some people are always like, Danny, I think you're like, you fake out how like happy you are. And I'm like, that's cool, you can fake it out. But like, you know, be the person that wakes up to me every day and you'll know, you'll know that every day I wake up, I literally, I come up and I'm just like ready to go. Like, I, 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 I know I have something to do every day. Mm-hmm. As before, what- it, was, it was nothing, you know? Yeah, and that's what drives you. And without that, I think I used to just feel like it's a bad analogy, but like a car without an engine, like there was just no motivation. And I got really sure. depressed. Yeah. I got, and it's a dark place to be. Um, where were we before I got to this point? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, about, about these conversations. Yeah, having yeah. these conversations and how yeah, important these they conversations. are. conversations. And I think it's a bit like, you know, when you have a really big night out and you end up, with these mad conversations at like four in the morning. Um, sometimes it's not even with your closest friends. It's just with I people would you've never. Met. I would never. I would never. Not this I. This would never happen to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but where you've lost some inhibitions, but sometimes you get to something really meaningful. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to avoid those kind of conversations in everyday life. Um, and... Those are the most sustaining conversations for us to have. You know, when people talk about how oh, I don't want to go to that party or I don't want to go to that event, and it's not because they don't want to see people. It's I think it's because of the boredom of small talk and how it grates on you. Ugh. Because it's tiring going through the, hi, who are you? Where'd you come from? Yeah. Um, but actually, it's the meaningful conversations that nourish us and right. sometimes get us back on track when we're feeling lost. Why do you think people are afraid to have those meaningful conversations? Because it's hard work sometimes. You have to really think about it. I think fear has a lot to do with it as well. I'm like thinking out this, I'm actually like pondering in my head, but like I think fear has, I think at the end of the day, everyone really wants to be themselves, but they're just afraid. So much, so much. And fear, I think sometimes it gets bigger the closer you get to something that's important. I did this exercise on Friday and it was so painful, but it was about two hours and I was with a group of, uh, there was three of us in there and we were trying to find out what my thesis was for life. I know, pretty intense. But nice. yeah, it was like what, uh, pretty much the exercise, what, what drives me to teach is, was, was the end all. Like what drives me to, to do Danny every day? To, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, my life yeah. thesis, yeah. Yeah, just a small task for an afternoon. Yeah, no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> Have a cup of coffee, figure out your life, you're done. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I mean, so many ways, all this stuff is yoga related. It's so many ways, you know, like yoga makes us sit down and actually figure these, you know, shut up and figure these answers out for ourselves. But mm-hmm. I was poked and prodded and like the, the, the thing was like, why do you teach? And I was like, because I want to inspire people. And they're like, well, why do you want to inspire people? I'm like, because I want to change the world one down dog at a time. And they're like, okay, well, what, you know, why do you want to do that? And I'm like, because, you know, I just feel like I didn't have an opportunity when I was a kid and, you know, I have an opportunity and I got to save people. And they're like, okay, but why? 
you know, and I kind of kept doing the surface, the small talk. I kept doing the small talk. Well, because mm-hmm. I want to help, because I want to help. Two hours later, you know, a few tears and, you know, like some really intense, like just really wall breaking down. I was like, I get it. I understand now. It's I identified it as a survivor for so many years. But in all actuality, it was that I never had the strength and courage to fight for myself. And so now my purpose is to embrace myself as a warrior as opposed to a survivor in the face of fear. So I did one of two things. I find out I find out a really cool topic and a purpose as to like why I'm doing what I'm doing. But two, I've also now signed up to be to be uncomfortable all the time because I'm embracing all the fear. <laughs> but it's but so- that's the best. That's where you learn the most. And it, you, we all need a measure of fear in our lives. If you don't have some fear, it's probably because you're not really living. Right. Right. Or you're just not ready to face it. Mm. And so how do we then, how do we then, how do we then face that fear to, to, to find our purpose or to define our purpose? Or I wouldn't even say define it, right? Cause you don't want to define who you are in that context, but like why you're living, like what is your why? Mm, exactly. Yes. It's intense. It's very intense. <laughs> also, it's the kind of conversation that goes really well. After a few gin and tonics. <laughs> <laughs> or when you've got yourself into like a place where you're around people you can really trust and, and can really open up. And it sounds like you got to such a powerful endpoint about, you know, not just being the survivor, but being the warrior. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. To, to, you know, and, and, and embodying fully a warrior is like more than just like a fighter, you know, as a warrior's no one to kneel, warrior's mm. no one to bow. Warriors know when to be soft. Warriors know when to heal themselves. Warriors know when to study. Warriors know when to rest. There's so much more that goes into that. You know, that's not just, it's not just like a one surface level thing. So let me ask you this. Mm. So you're doing all this, you're doing these interviews, you're compiling them together. Mm-hmm. And I'm just assuming right now, I'm, and I'm totally going to like, you know, again, I'm making a big old assumption. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think that you're going to start to leak this stuff out, right? Yes. But I, I, I further think that, you know, if I do my job correctly and steer some shit here, you need to put this into a book and you need to get a podcast and not you, maybe if, I mean, if this is your drive then go for it. But mm. I think just so many people need this. So many people need to have this conversation. How do you, mm-hmm. where do you see this going? Like what it, it's one, it's already purposeful because we're <laughs> yeah. having, we're having this conversation, but two, where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go? Well, the number one thing I think is I want for more people to talk about it and feel comfortable talking about it as well. Not how, feel, do you, how do you get there? How are you going to get there? How am I going to get there? I think oh, Emily, I'm putting you <laughs> right on the spot right now. This is so good. <laughs> I'm not tense at all. <laughs> um, starting with where I am. So speaking to the people around me and close to me who have something to say about this is, is my starting point. Um, so if there's anyone out there who's listening to this who'd like to have a conversation with me about purpose or feels that they have something to add, then I would love to hear from them. Um, and, yeah, potentially a podcast because I think sometimes when things are best when they're most immediate, like now. Like we're just talking to each other. You had a plan, but I feel we've kind of de- deviated. And those are that's, that's where you get the best stuff. Um, so maybe a podcast. Um, and yeah, one day a book. I would definitely 
the book that really inspired me um, several years ago was by an author called Poe Bronson, who is in San Francisco. So Poe, if you're listening. Oh, um, cool. Nice. And he wrote a book called What Should I Do With My Life? And he... It's <laughs> <laughs> a small question. Again, easy, easy Sunday afternoon read. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he traveled the world interviewing people about how they've wrestled and struggled with this question. Um, but I feel like it's progressed because this book was, I think, published more than 10 years ago now. But we just have more and more options now in the way that we can live our lives and where we live and how we live and with who. Um, and it's great to have options, but it also means you can feel kind of overwhelmed and when there are so many potential paths you can choose, how do you choose just one? How do you know you're on the right path? Um, and these are the kind of questions that you can get so far inside your own head if you keep thinking about them. Um, but conversations with other people can really help to make it clearer because you might find something in someone else's story that you resonate with or that sparks something in you. Um, and the other thing is that often you don't know that you could do something until you've, you've imagined it. And if you can't envisage it, you can't do it. Um, so the other reason for these stories is kind of equal parts inspiration and consolation. Um, inspiration because we all need to sometimes be shown that there could be more, like it could be more than this. And unless you can see that, you can't, you can't aspire to it. Um, and consolation because it's hard <laughs> and it's nice to know you're not the only one it is nice to know that you're not the only one 100 percent, man it's so so good emily i'm so glad we got you on the show <laughs> this has been really fun yeah it is super fun and and you know whatever i can do to support you along your path and whether it's like helping you get your podcast up or whatever I mean, I know when you start leaking these things out, I'm going to make sure that I tell my entire tribe about it because people need to hear this stuff. We're not the oh, only. I would love that. We're not the only ones thinking about it. For sure. There's, for sure. There's, I think there's a lot of us out there that are thinking it. For sure. Um, yeah, for me, it's just that conversation. Um, so I'm always keen for people to contact me and share stories. Um, once I get my website out, up, there will be a feature for that. So look out for it. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to say to listeners before we take off today? Oh, only that if you're lost, <laughs> um, that start the conversation, start talking to people and pull the thread um, because you never know where it might lead. I agree 100%. <laughs> Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Emily and Danny saying peace out. All right, I'm getting back to the 90s R&B. <laughs> <laughs> you finish that peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> it's gone. We'll see you soon, guys. Thanks.